fire, go. <laughs> and you nope. blow your, like you, you and blow and you're ready to start <laughs> recording. And as you press record, you decide That's to blow it. your nose at the same time. Listen, what? life's life's all about timing. You gotta surprise them sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, welcome everybody to part time alcoholics. Beep, beep, beep. We back. We out here. Um, not gonna lie, a little bit tired. It feels like the room is a little bit tired. But you know my you know my hosties. That's just what oh, I am. Because you had a long week. Listen, tell those <laughs> tell the Nigerians about your long week. <laughs> oh man. Woo! Getting hot early on. But anyway. Yo, dude. That's... No, that's a conversation we're actually gonna have um when we get serious. But as per usual, we're joined by the suburban proper action, aka yeah, I'm just going with your Lisa for today. Oh, wow. Okay, Actually, it's a somber, yeah. it's okay, a somber it's, one. Fam, we've got some things to unpack. We've got some things to we've unpack. We've got some things to unpack. So I'm just keeping serious mm. age. And it's uh, Shemaine Dupree, DIY Daddy. That's all I'm going to say. Mm. That's good. Yo, so, if you have been hiding under rock... Oh, let's start at the beginning. Today, we're kicking it off with a little bit of Sauvignon Blanc. Um, continuing yes. that young summer theme, you know, that good, nice, in the hot weather drinking. Um, and the Sauvignon is amazing for that. Yes, yes, yes. Um, we've decided to do things a little bit differently. Also, hey, no, guys, come on. Woo! <laughs> Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Nope, not doing any of that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we got some Niederberg 2018. Mm-hmm. From Levino Masters Collection, mm-hmm. some Dimmersdal, which is first off delicious, and second off, people will tell you it's delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, that is from this year. Brilliant. And then we've also got some Bellingham. I went to a Bellingham thing once. Yeah. It was with this lady. She, I, I was. Partly convinced that someone had dropped her on her head. Ooh. She looked like... She had like a cap, a hat that looked like a cake. On, like, you know those big, like, old school British, like, hats? Yeah. And she was like... If Willy Wonka was a woman, like, this was her. And she was like... A I mean, art teacher. Yeah, basically. So mad passionate about the wine. From school? That's mm. the... Mad passionate about the wine. Yeah. Um, and it was also... Fucking fantastic. So maybe that is kind of the lesson here. If you want good wine, go look for the crazy people. Don't mm. you know? Mm. Don't look for the dude who looks like he works at investing. But is it those crazy people who 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 are pretentious <coughs> and, and like will tell you things about the wine that aren't really too true, but you just believe them because they're in that scene? No, she seemed like the kind of person who was going to suggest that cucumber and yogurt make for a great bedtime snack. Yeah, let's do that. You see, maybe we should get you to make wine. Here's the thing. Maybe we should actually have you make it wine. I don't know what kind of psychotic shit you'd be up to in your life. That sounds quite, that's quite refreshing. That sounds like you can replace a few electrolytes and get your gut bacteria in order at the same time. I'm not talking about plain yogurt. What are you talking about? I'm talking about like yogurt, yogurt, the like yogurt kids enjoy. And that I enjoyed. Like the sweet one. Like the, the ones that come in colours. Like strawberry. No, I'm not yogurt. talking about that bullshit. I'm talking about like Greek double thick vibes. 
That's what she said. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> when she rejected me, she said, I prefer Greek double thick. It was Ooh. very awkward. Mm. Um, anyway, so kicking off with Dimmer's Doll. This is actually kind of one of my faves. We are apparently we are going to enjoy a perfect blend of passion, science, and art of winemaking pressed down over two centuries through six generations of low family to produce a legendary Dimmer's Doll wine. Anytime someone says I'm going wow. to enjoy passion, I feel like they're gonna jizz at me. <laughs> like, wow, <laughs> I get very concerned. This is a very high expectation from the low family. Very, um, very high. Well. Let's find them out. Dimmer's Doll's like 80 bucks or something, isn't it? Well, it's free, technically. Oh, yes! Beer, 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 beer. Shout out to the sponsors. Yep, yep, yep. Um, sponsored content, because you know how we do. Um, yes, do you want to give us a rundown on our sponsorship? Oh, yeah, we're sponsored by uh, the good old fateful Pick and Pay. They gave us quite a bit. It should last us about two months. Technically, only probably one month. But <laughs> we'll see how it goes down. I mean... Two months, one month, 24 hours, who knows? Who knows? These things come at, life comes at you fast. Anyway, let's do this. Apparently it's fruity and with a crisp acidity. So let's have a taste. Let's. Mm. And you finished my tea, so I can't even drink with you. There is tea. There is tea. Did you buy any tea? Is no. that sex tea? Nah, that's what I'm saying. There is tea. <laughs> There's tea. It's not that like... Chinese, you want to to drink the Chinese sex tea. I'm just saying, I thought about it, but I'll then I forgot it. about it. Why is that thing still around? The thing's like been there for like, what, a year and some bit already. I mean, listen, it's because maybe we're not taking this whole like actually blowing backs out thing seriously because maybe we need some performance no, enhancement. You, you took it, did it do anything? It made my stomach feel weird, actually. You're going to order some rhino horn now. I'm going to order the rhino. It probably comes (laughs) with the same tea supplier. (laughs) Just like... (laughs) Oh. And now we just lost our white followers. I mean, how many of them did we have to begin with? I know, right? Like, maybe. I don't know. I lost my my Afrikaans wife. Is that what you're saying? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So this Dimmer's Doll is 13.5%, which is nice. It is a bit higher than some wines. Some wines are like 11-ish, but this is good. I'm That's nice. It. It's not bad. I see, what the, I see the acidity vibe they're talking about, but it's actually just, it's pretty easy to drink. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> it doesn't have like a, a long aftertaste at all. It's... It's a good day drinking wine. Cool. Yeah, this is... Right? It's a great this day is, drink. This is a wine tashes. you have with brunch and no one will fight you. Tashes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and as we keep saying about tashes, like, listen, Sunet, I know I just defended you, but please take me back so I can go to tashes. So we can go to tashes. Also, also some, some news on the part of Alcoholics. We're doing a young wine giveaway. So if you want some free wine, holler at us. We have. Oh yes, we're thing. gonna we're gonna we're gonna hit them with the details. Yeah, on our Insta. Closer, closer to the appropriate time. We're gonna make you guys fight for it. Follow at part on alcoholics or well, part underscore time underscore alcoholics 
IG. Just type the thing <laughs> in, guys. And like it's it's 2019 that. now. Like y'all should be able to operate Instagram. It can't <laughs> it can't be difficult. It can't be difficult. If yeah. if if, <clears throat> if three faces that don't look like the logos come up, then it's not us. Easy. Some you, people listen to podcasts and have never seen us. So, hey. I mean, that's well, cool. they they should find us. Maybe we silent be. ninjas. Like, I'm waiting. I, I actually, weirdly, I had that. I can't remember where I was, but like, I bumped into someone and they were like, hey, how are you? And I was like, I'm, yo, when if you okay. win, we'll get it delivered to you out of Joburg. If not, we'll find you in the streets and, and, and hand you the wine. It's going to be like special edition with our logo and all that shit. Yeah. Sherman will DHL into you. Mm-hmm. No, Aramax. Thank you very much. <laughs> we are sponsored by Pick and Pay, so Aramax. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yes. Ooh, look at us now coming into competition. Mm. You're stealing from my livelihood. <laughs> and take money from my world family. <laughs> anyway, okay. Serious faces. Let's do this. So, for context, um, if you haven't been living under a rock, basically South Africa's on fire. In like virtually every sense of the word, like a they're burning foreigners, they're burning women, like they're burning... Some pessimists might say, what's new? No, I would say it's never really coordinated like this. It seems before, suspiciously coordinated though. Which is what I say. We'll get there. Let's start at the beginning. Okay, not the xenophobic looting and the violence against women and children. Those two things, we're separating those. I don't yeah. think those two are those, I, So let's, yeah. let's discuss where do we want to start? Let's Women start where it did start. So, yeah, there's, I think the xenophobic stuff started first. Well, okay. first was the taxi strike. So, yeah, actually, Victoria. so how does this thing even, like, begin? Because that's what I keep struggling to find. Like, how does this get to here? So, I think what changed is that uh, mayor of Johannesburg started to crack down on illegal buildings and uh, fake, fake goods. In town, so that's the first time that's happened, Joe. Because Joe has always been selling fake goods, yeah, since I can fucking remember. Now it's the first time like your fake goods been confiscated, foreigners have been like the goods are being taken away because, hey, they they operate in the shops in town a lot of the time. So you, it's a double edged sword where you're taking the the goods away from the stores because it's fake goods, fraudulent fraudulent goods, and you're taking away their homes because it's it's illegally occupied buildings. So yeah. I think, but that's been happening for the last, let's say, two months, three months. Yeah. And surprisingly successfully that those things have been happening. So I think the tension from that within Joburg CBD has rolled over into what it is now. I feel that those things are too close together to not be linked. Because I saw something about how it had something to do with the trucker strike, where the truckers were like, yeah. yo, we're tired of you guys hiring foreigners. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. we're going to fight the Foreigners? So, rather so than what the happened, people hiring them? What had happened? Like, people started shooting at trucks and shit. Like, they closed down the whole entry. <laughs> they started shooting at what? Yeah. At no, trucks. guys were getting out of their cars and shooting at trucks. Jesus. Tr- other truck drivers who were striking were shooting at the truck drivers who weren't striking. Ah, okay. But they weren't in truck. They weren't in truck because they didn't have the truck. To, so, they were in their personal cars, waiting for a truck to drive past. Jump out their car and shoot at the, the truck driver. Shit. While he's driving his truck. Shit. So that was popping off. Uh, but that was sort of like the main route is Johannesburg, Cape Town, Johannesburg, 
Durban. Yeah. I don't think the looting started with the truck driver stuff, though. I think the looting started with the taxi driver strike in Pretoria, because that's where the like looting actually started off. I mean, I feel like the looting has been, like, mad opportunistic. Like, it's, like, basically, people were mad and they knew a strike was going to happen. Not even people were mad. Like, if I found out a strike was going to happen next to a shop and I was like, I mean, I've been needing a TV, though. (laughs) (laughs) Like, as much as, obviously, there is real anger. Like, looting for me is always a weird thing because it sort of speaks to... It speaks to like a, I mean, we're mad, but how mad are we? Like, we're not mad enough to keep protesting. Exactly. We're just going to grab some shit quick. Hold on. We'll be back. I actually, I'm less angry with looting than I am with like protesters burning down schools and hospitals. Like, you know what? If those are the two choices I have, you're going to burn down a school or hospital or you're going to loot, fucking loot. Have they burned a school or a hospital? Well, not now, but previous protests have built, they've burned down schools and hospitals. Because that would be, yeah. Listen, that's... Oh, that's... Remember when that that, that, that little town just on the border of Free State and Kauteng, they were part of Kauteng, mm. then they redrew the border and then they were part of uh, Free State. They were angry at the municipality for yeah. redrawing the, the borders. Oh, so yes. They, um, they Kutsong. Burned, yeah, they burnt down the school and the, and the hospital there. Yeah, I don't know. That doesn't make sense. But that's, again, that's part of my thing. So, okay. Maybe you guys can help me with this. I'm struggling to find a connection here. In the sense that, so, these things happen. We all get on social media. We say, ah, xenophobia is terrible. But, I don't know. So, for me, it feels like this is the perfect sort of explanation of how Twitter represents no one. Mm. Because it's the 1% of us. We're all sort of privileged in some way. And we're all sort of sitting there going, oh, my God. We're being the white lady. Going, oh my god, like, I can't believe they would do this. But all of the they's are doing this. And no one is sort of saying, yo, okay, they's, let's actually sit down and say, what's parting? Like, we're all just, and I'm not saying we shouldn't, we should definitely condemn. Definitely condemn. Three times, definitely condemn, not condoning anything. But I'm yet to see... <clears throat> any kind of and I'm not saying that means it doesn't exist I just haven't seen it mm. any kind of reporting or sort of action that moves to let's speak to those people actually on the ground and say guys what are your actual grievances mm. how do we solve this when did your grievances start who's going to ask them those questions when they're burning people man? No one's this gonna is the time to ask there. them because they've clearly been sitting on Be this shit journalism. for a lot now, nah, fam, I've been in. I've been in more than one riot. I'm okay. <laughs> I was not do that shit. That that my medical aid is definitely not set up for that. This is real nigga shit, fam. It's it's not exciting. Like, and I was even far, and yeah, I was like, no. Nope. Tell us what happens. Now, nah, fam, which one did you go to? The fees was full. Um, I went to the. There was the one in Pretoria at Union Buildings. Oh, yeah. yeah, I think it was Fismus 4. Yeah. Um, you don't even know what you're protesting. No, fam, I just went there for groove. <laughs> no, but it, I went but there for it groove. It was like one of the first ones where white people also went. Yeah, but the white people left. They left oh. early. They they saw danger in the wind and they were like, listen, <laughs> my Uber's here. Chill. The rest of the, like, and it was a sweet thing. Were you with the TUT students? Fam. 
We're those immune to tear gas. Fam, those, I, I saw those, the those. immunity to tear gas. It was crazy about that because, like, I went and I, I went with Voldemort. So part of my thing was, like, it was also, obviously, one must be protective. But also, one must, like, see the things. Because we went because we like things. and Also, we're, like, you, you went there in a zaddy capacity. No, we went there like to see the things. Yeah, and, but you yeah, were yeah. in a You had to be your own VIP protection. Then. I had to be my own VIP protection. That's fine. <sighs> also, because Voldemort can't run. <laughs> I mean that. I mean that with the best of intentions. But but like, what it means is that if you are if you are making calculations, now you must. No, because if like, I made a calculation for myself. Don't say she can't run. Not okay. They make it sound like she doesn't have legs. Okay, she. Runs slower than I do. She, she, yes, she's and is much less shorter. able to dip, duck, dodge, and dive. <laughs> she's less ready for oh. the streets. Okay. Yeah, like that's and it's not a bad thing. Yeah. I'm not. That wasn't the thing. <laughs> Basically, what it means is that so like what would happen is there was like a whole group and we we're standing sort of just off to the left, mm. and it would weird. You'd feel the ground rumble, mm. and no. then like people would and then like you'd Lion see King. people. Legit, like you'd feel the ground rumble and then it would be like, I start moving backwards, start moving backwards. And then as soon as you see like a couple of people running, everyone was like, you'd, you'd be like, I could dip. And then like people would run for like 10 meters and be like, I, it's okay, no, false alarm. And that happened, like it was basically a game that they were playing. If, like, the it's whole like game. running of the like, bulls. It was like, <laughs> run, stop, run, stop, run, stop. And then at some point, the mood changed. <laughs> like the mood the mood went left. I'm a barrette arrived. Fam. No, even before that, like, they, there was this big palisade fence yeah. in front of, like, this Mandela statue. Yeah. And I think they'd been going at it for a while, but, like, this thing st- finally started caving. And the, the crowd just, it hyped them. And they sort of, like, yanked this thing down and started pouring through, like, this hole in the fence. Mm. At which point, obviously, now 5 O's like, ah so then you hear, tut, 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 tut. yeah, and I think that's when they were still doing rubber bullets, which means then like people push back through the hole to come out, yeah, and then it's like, and even that was still fine. There came then a point where Five O decided, now we're done. R- rubber bullets can still kill you, fam. Rubber bullets, I'm in the ne- right spot. Doesn't matter about killing you, fam. As long as the shit hurts, people are running. Yo, no, that thing. <laughs> like, it's all, that's why the white people left early, fam. Because they saw where this was going and they were like, nope. Like the kid in Hot Bay, he... Oh, sorry. Sorry. Mm. Hot Bay? Mm-hmm. Dude got shot in the dick with a rubber bullet. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm not even li- Like, dude got shot in the dick and... I'm suing the cops. He fucking died, fam. I'm suing the cops. Yes, because that's where all your life is. <laughs> he died. That's where your whole life he's, is. His body killed himself. <laughs> his like, body was like... He has no more reason. <laughs> What's the point? Why are we still here? Bruh. <laughs> you took the only thing I looked for. <laughs> but... Oh. So they came to this point, like, late in the afternoon, where I think the cops had decided... Enough's enough. We're done. I think it's a Chyla time. They were like, we're, we're done playing now. Mm. Chyla time. Whatever it was, for the first time in the afternoon, they started getting into formation. Like, they, they started using tactics. Because mm. before, they were just sort of like, shooting the air or whatever, mm. but like, so, there were like a group of cops on one corner, a group mm. of cops on one corner, and they were like, 
doing sort of targeted so they were like, fire. Guys, 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 remember Maracana? Back formation two. <laughs> they were doing like sort of targeted fire with like rubber bullets and mm-hmm. like they were literally hurting the crowd. So like one group would fire and like some people would go left and then not that other group would be like, no, 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 come this way. Like, but with guns. <laughs> <laughs> I feel this like this is cheating. Thing. I think it's and cheating. They were literally you people and you could just have guns. That's, that's they, it was this thing. It was like this whole sort of swelling wave of panic. As people couldn't like run and it, they sort of just pushed yeah. everyone out mm. onto the street. Mm. At which point, that was like the only, that was like the point where I was like kind of got actually scared. Because like, at which point you get onto, you, we spilled out onto the street mm. and... On the street, that like across the road, they've got like the Caspers and shit, and they've got they've cut off roads basically. Yeah, yeah. Now they're trying to funnel you in specific directions. Yeah. But obviously, you're panicking, so you're trying to run. So I've got Voldemort, and I'm running. Yeah, I'm like, hey, we're going, mm-hmm. and we go to, like we turn right. So Voldemort saw the cops was running with her size twos. Size pizza pattern. Anyway. <laughs> so we go like I think we went right. Cops with like a shotgun we go, no, 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 go that way. So we're like, I cool fam. We go left. The cops on that side are like, go that way. And we're like, fam, they just told us to come this way. Yeah. And but obviously now you can't really negotiate yeah. with man. Like yeah. so they're like, hey, go that way. And we're like stuck. And there was I don't know if you've been to Union Buildings, but like there's the main road yeah, that comes up and yeah. then there's that road that like bends around yeah. Union Buildings. Yeah. So we're like, what the fuck? And dude turns gun. I don't know. I just went, I ducked and ran. <laughs> like, I, it was like, she's, Voldemort was like, yo, you ha- the way you held my, my hand in that moment, like I thought you were going to break it. Because like, mm. I just like, grabbed, I was like, Go, yeah. go that wherever, just go. Mm. And like, we eventually, like, we looped up behind um, Union Buildings, mm. and then there's like a little bit, and you come back down, and then it was mm. like, I right, cool. But then we we're like, okay, that's that's enough excitement for a while. Like, <laughs> that's, that, that's been good. Yeah, but can you imagine being a TUT student? They were in that's, it, bro. No, those like rubber bullets, tickets, bring it. They went super nah, those too. Were, those are the real niggas, fam. Like, they were inside the tear gas, like, and then what's good? Yo, you even when Phil Paul, uh, but well, this life I cannot change. <coughs> <M&M. laughs> Sweet like any game, yo. Bruh, they shot the, they shot that, uh, the Vitz, uh, council, not the council, but the, I, I think she was, the, what's they called, the student council? Mm. Uh, SRC. The, yeah, the oh, SRC. Yeah. So she was the leader of the Vitz SRC, and she got shot at the back of her thigh with a rubber bullet. <laughs> And the blue mark spread all the way across her thigh to the front of her thigh. Pathic. That's how fucked up the bruise was. Yeah, that, that shit is <laughs> wild. It's like, is her femur bruised? Dude, I don't know. Dude, I, I wouldn't be surprised, dude. Like, the, those dudes are, those cops aren't really playing. Like, they're just well-trained, but really they want to fuck you up. Which is why I then get concerned when... So I was reading the story about... To tie back into where we were like so part of the thing is so on twitter now they've got this list of the dudes who've been fucking around and they're like yo listen it's you you live here here's your picture here's your handle blah 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 so one of the dudes he was at uwc 
they they're like it's that guy i won't speak to his guilt or innocence i don't know but the mob was like let's go fetch him mm. into fam the mob humdwala arrived at at the hostel in the hostel and they were gonna fuck him up like cops had to yeah. be called yeah. and shots had to be fired i think they were warning shots mm. but it was mm. like yo listen we like what you're doing yeah but also it's it's mob justice yeah do you know that you even the attacks against the xenophobic the xenophobic attacks in the people doing the attacking it's also mob justice i so what i you, you deem a person guilty just based on your own beliefs and therefore you get you get to punish them without any this is the problem with sort of the xenophobic attacks it sounds a lot like jealousy to me I don't like think I'm, not, I'm not fighting you know what the thing is i don't think any of this would have happened if people had money in their pockets this would have not been a situation probably not but if i look at just how people are speaking about people mm. it's they took our dads it it really is is that some fucking they took our dads and it's like yo i mean i i i get it there is there is a very serious inequality problem that needs to be fixed and i think that's kind of at the root of what's happening here where the poor and disenfranchised black people of this country especially are looking at people who they thought like they've been made certain promises yeah. and they're looking at people who they thought came from shitty countries mm. shithole countries mm. to quote Mr. Trump they're like oh no in their minds nigeria is trash mm. and no one from nigeria could possibly be and then like nigerians arrive somalis arrive mozambicans and babans mm. whoever the case may be and people make it and they're like how are they getting the things we were promised mm. and we all know why they're getting it but like i can see how that doesn't compute to someone and i can see how when you are because the people who made the promises never are not the ones who are giving them anything mm. it's not oh we're giving you oh here's a shop so the government is giving you the shop no it's not nobody's the person who made the promise yo we're going to make life better for you going to get you the basics and stuff to give you the tools to make it they're not doing that for the foreigners the foreigners are doing that for themselves yeah actually yeah but and that's what i'm saying cuz yeah. the foreigners are doing that for themselves but yeah. that's not necessarily how people see it and then especially when you combine that with the sort of prevailing narrative that like Nigerians are drug dealers or human traffickers or whatever or like all the crimes are being committed by foreigners which isn't true but you know that's that's the narrative that's the thing that goes around and you're like well fuck what else must i do the government doesn't listen to me i keep yeah. voting for these dudes yeah they don't listen to me no one no one is coming down saying how do we fix this yeah. these dudes keep getting richer they're not even from here i f- i feel like they're blaming the wrong people though because they're definitely how, blaming how, the wrong how people how about hit it from the top down why is it that south africa has the highest paid ceos and directors of any country in the world cons- compared to market size why this makes no sense 
And Julius Melema hit this on the head. I'm not gonna lie. So if they, if you cut them down to size and make it like a global standard, this is what CEOs and directors get paid. White. Maybe we'll have more money to spread around to everybody else. White. Because remember, remember during like London and all that time in the mining strikes. Yeah. And they were like, "Yo, how is it that the miners aren't getting bonuses, but these people are getting certain things?" And then. The argument was, no, you see, the thing is, and obviously in order to attract the right talent, because mm-hmm. market, blah, blah, blah. And they use a whole bunch of, like, economics, economics 101 arguments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When, in reality, it was just like, yo, let's just overpay you. How is ESCO making a loss? Okay, I understand that the loss was out of their control. But how are they making a loss and yet they're still fetching bonuses like motherfuckers? And being fetching bonuses. Bean fetching and bonuses. same thing's about to happen at SABC. How, but how's this, guys? All the things with the big money problems have nothing to do with the foreigners that are in the country. No, they don't. But they're catching all the heat for all that, all that economic outrageousness. Because it affects them. Because yes. it affects... All the big money problems affect the people with no money. Mm. Like... Mm. And that's... That's kind of... The shit thing about it's like the same thing with the Great Depression. It didn't affect the rich. Yeah. It affected everybody else, yeah. and like the poor people, and people who are living on the margins. Your first thing is to try and catch the scapegoat that's nearest to you. You know there is not a fuck you are ever going to find Patrice to burn his house down. Hell no. At all, you're never gonna get to Parkhurst to burn your house. It's gonna cost you just to get there. It's gonna cost you too much money. Mm. But you know who is right next to you? Mm. Abdul from Somalia, who oh, owns a shop and seems to be doing well. And you're like, why are you doing well and how's, I'm not? How's this caveat? Abdul next to you is selling you bread that you can afford. That's the other part. And yet you go burn him down, and actually he's a sister because. The spa and the pick and pay and the checkers and whatever. Okay, not the pick and pay because they sponsored us, but the others. You, yeah, please they, don't they, do they pick and pay. They like Abdul is saving you. Let's say a five rand on the loaf of bread compared to the major guys. You're not mm. burning down the major guys though. You're burning down or Abdul who's actually assisting you in saving a five rand. Also, because the major guys can hire security. It's a. It's this yeah. is actually classism yeah. in play, like. It's literally. So now you burned an Abdul shop. Now there's no Abdul anymore. Now you just have to deal with the major players in the industry. Now you find out once all now the you must go to off, Now you have to go pay Fem. that extra five <coughs> rand. Puts you in a worse economic spot that you were before hey. you burned down Abdul shop in the first place. Dude, I'm not gonna lie. I cut my head Pakistani cats. I do all the time. Fem, because Zimbabwe niggas up the road cut my hair. They do a good cut and it's cheap. I'm not going to the African barber and spending. 250 on a guy's haircut where I can go to the Pakistani dude just down here and spend a hundred. Quick aside, what's the most you've spent on your hair? Like 550. Good god damn it. That wasn't my choice. It really wasn't. I was Sweet sort choice. of coerced into doing it. Yeah. I didn't spend it, but it was the days Miles making us do Eshko. Yeah. So, <laughs> Eshko's, yeah. Right. Did you have a swap goes? How much is the Eshko? Eshko was about 600. Was that how much it was? Where, fam? Yo! Hair images. 
Oh. Okay, how much have you paid yourself? Because, okay, at Hair Images, I remember I went once to do my corners, and that was 600, and I was like, yo, I could have bought sneakers. Damn it, why didn't I know this? Because you guys, you see, you guys are paying that much for doing something special. I paid 550 for doing this, what I currently have. So the most but, I spent is about 180, but it came with like an orgasmic head massage, mm. and they washed my hair, and they... Vibe, man. So, <laughs> that's like the most I've spent is one fifty. Yeah. And I I was grumpy, but they did also give me whiskey and do the whole orgasmic. Yeah. The head rub is nice. You yeah. know what the fuck the that thing is? Yeah, I no asleep. Asleep. Guys, oh, I didn't oh even goodness. get no head rub. I didn't get no head rub. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't why get I just gotta wash, cut, wash again, and some little waxy things. And then they let me go, and I'm like, okay, 550. I was bleak. Yo, Sobe man gave me a shoulder massage after cutting my head. They're like, oh, yeah? Just unbutton your top button there. Like, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. What's what kind of party is this? Are you sure? Wait, wait, wait. She was deep in the traps, and like, just like, you know that deep bottom massage, right? Yo, <laughs> are you sure you were Sobe, fam? Are you sure you were Sobe? Yes. This is suspicious. I mean, listen, it goes how it goes. But, like, that's that's actually dope. A whole shoulder massage. That's cool, though. I could. And I like... Look, I like the people who do that. Um, But... At the same time... My Zimbabwe nigga up the road charges me 12 rand. 12? 12 bucks. That's quite an arbitrary number. How do you land on 12? I didn't ask questions, fam. <laughs> this is very I didn't ask questions. Right? I was like, how much is shit? He was like, 12 bucks. I was like, you know what? I like you, real last name. Are we not perpetuating the problem, though? What? By paying Pakistanis, uh, uh, Zimbabweans, who cuts your hair? Is this not? Whomever it is. Is it not perpetuating the issue that, yo, we could be going to South African people to cut our hair? That's not how the market works. Why doesn't it work that way? Because the market, consumers go to the place that's best for them. How? You know this. No, I know this, but I'm asking poignant questions here. Pertinent. Pertinent. Because, oh, Andrew Schultz keeps using poignant wrong and I really hate it. <coughs> I really, really hate it. Keeps using poignant to mean important. But poignant means sad. <laughs> or like emotional. Mm. But yes. Um, why aren't we... Look, we have proudly a say. And here's a very simple thing. And this is the thing about... It happens with immigrants all over the world. South Africans could do it. They just don't want to. And by don't want to, I mean... I can go to Soweto and get my hair cut by a South African dude. 10 to 15 bucks. Mm. That means I gotta drive there. Mm. The niggas in my neighborhood yeah. are like, yo, listen, I would rather work at McDonald's. Mm. Mm. Fuck cutting your hair for 15 rand. Mm. Or if I'm gonna cut your hair, it's gonna be 140 rand. Mm. Which is cool. Whatever your choice in life are, your choice in life. But then don't be mad at me mm. when I go choose the thing that suits me best. Mm. But that's the thing, though. That, that's what's happening. So they are angry at 
Pakistanis and Somalians and, 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 because they can come in and do the jobs that nobody else wants to do and earn some sort of a living. I don't know how they're making it, but because it's really cheap. I think they're making their living by collective, like some kind of a life stock fell. So I, okay. I think the community sort of bands together mm. and helps each other. And so mm. in my mind, I think this is wild ass speculation, but I think they put money together and sort of communally work through everyone's problems. Actually, Ndor had a, had a, a good point about that same thing, about that collective, like, collectivism. Um, where the, the Bangladeshi guys bought the garages. Mm. Mm. That's the story. Um, yeah, no, they just... As, uh, I can't think right now, so I'll just move on. Okay. But I've heard a similar thing, like where like Pakistani dudes will arrive... Mm. And then put some money together and buy a shop. Mm. And then, like, that shop will do well. And then as mm. people arrive, so like, you know. My, my question was, is that those opportunities were there for the taking before anybody came to do it. Why was it not possible for South African people to not see the opportunity, get together, collectivize, and take that opportunity and do the same thing? Oh, I'd like to say two things here. Cool. Um, a, it is kind of happening. But B, South African men are trash. So, Stockfells, as I'm discovering, I was reading this one article, and it's like Stockfells are a multi-billion rand Mm. industry. Mm. And it's a huge amount of money. And it's just, everyone's sort of been ignoring it till now, but sort of people are starting to see it. And now you're sort of catching like property Stockfells and like people just Mm. trying to... um, There's another one where like people are making investment stocks stock fails and blah 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 and all that kind of thing but the problem is stock fails are sort of traditionally not always but traditionally it's sort of seen as a thing like women do blah 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 and men just go out and drink their money they just want to go drink their money and fuck bitches which is fine but then you can't be mad when someone else you're counting the money it costs to drink your money and yeah. fuck bitches yeah. and you're like alright cool and then someone else is like if I earn let's say it's 400 rand mm-hmm. and someone else is like if I earn 300 rand mm-hmm. I can get that job but then instead of drinking my money and fucking bitches mm-hmm. save 200 rand eat noodles and it's also a thing to leave if you're at home yeah you're I don't think I, th- I think your, seat, your, your bottom floor for like your level of comfort is higher than if you have left wherever you are from, tricked across the continent, mm. and you're like, I'm going to make it happen. Mm. The thing that always surprises me about it, like, the number of Nigerians that are here, Nigeria is far. Yeah, yeah. Nigeria is not next door. No, it's, 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 it's past the equator. So you gotta, you got to be... Some type of invested to get here, like because you can't just walk. I remember once, um, when I was in my internship here, uh, one of the dudes I was doing an internship, he met a dude who had walked from Somalia. No fucking ways, my nigga. This guy, what do you mean he walked from Somalia to South Africa with his feet? Fuck off, it took him like two years. <laughs> oh my god. And I was like, 
That is fast. No, is, is this true? That's, he interviewed him. Like, there was a whole story about him. But, like, yeah, this dude walked from Somalia to Johannesburg. So you walked through the Serengeti. Fam. He, he I'm, walked I'm on a hippo. He walked... <laughs> Lake he, Malawi. He walked through Africa. Uh, what's that big delta? Okavango delta. No, the lakes are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he he passed like Lake Victoria. I I don't know the route or anything, but like I was like, fuck. That is. So that you is walked past the hyenas. <laughs> <laughs> that niggas walk past the hyenas though. Like, do you know how many niggas walk through the Kruger? <laughs> like the crew, like there's a when we did the explorer you know thing. How many, you know how many you know how many times I've heard of of guys who are in like a conservation situation saying that they have a bigger issue or a a big issue with illegal immigration through the Kruger than they do with like poachers. Yeah, fam, people when so like. Two, three years ago, we did this thing, um, Sunday Times Explorer, where basically we all go explore different things. And I was talking to the one journalist, um, Z, fucking dope guy. He's got the most amazing stories. Just chat to that guy for one day. Like, you, can, you will leave with your life changed. But one of the stories he won an award for, man sold himself into slavery. Sex slavery. <laughs> Look, he said slavery. I'm, I'm, I'm not The fact that he sold himself wild. into slavery was that's enough. So wild. Was like, look, I don't need to ask more questions. But that's where they picked him up. They picked him up at a fence in the Kruger. And then when he... Because he... He kind of like bought himself out. Well, yeah. basically, like once he had the information, he was like, yo, please wire me the funds. Let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Arrest him. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> And they dropped him in the middle of the Kruger. They, like, came through a hole in the yeah, fence yeah. or whatever, dropped him in the middle of the Kruger. They were like, all right, cool, peace. peace. And eventually, the people needed to fetch him, found him in his underwear in the Kruger. And it was like... Because that's, that's the place you want to be, in the Kruger. Fam. And, and not knowing where the fuck to go. The last sound you want to hear in the Kruger is... <laughs> Fam. <laughs> Fam. Don't. Or, Jesus. It's a Jesus. Ah, or even like you, you the, can't even run. All those things are faster. Than yeah, you dog. Every, what you gonna What you gonna do? Even or, the meerkats. <laughs> like what are you gonna do, bro? Even the sound of a lion. Like the sound of yo, a lion yo, is yo, actually because it doesn't actually sound like how they make it sound on TV. Mm-hmm. But those those things are loud from. Far, dude. I went to uh, you know the zoo in Hatties at the Piersport mm-hmm. Zoo. They've got like, like a. It used to be a trashy zoo. They've redone it. It's quite alright now. They've got like on the on as you walk down this pathway, they've got on the left hand side they've got like, like a whole bunch of lions on the left, and they've got uh, on the opposite side about maybe fifty meters away one tiger. Now the lions. The monkeys are doing like you can hear the monkeys always, and the, when the lions get a bit cut full of the of the monkeys, the lions have to make noise to shut up the monkeys. It's such monkeys a weird, is just out here being like being on TikTok. They're just like, hey, it's such a weird interaction because the monkeys will go off, and then the birds will fuck up, and the lions will go, hey, shut the fuck up. Then those two fuck up, but then when the lion says something, 
the tiger goes yay and everything shuts the fuck up that whole zoo goes dead silent weird fact about tigers yeah tigers only roar to communicate with each other they don't like roar normally mm. they apparently make a sound called fuffing oh okay they like that sounds f- weird yeah, yeah. So tigers don't roll very often. Yep. I have a twelve year old. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, okay, cool. Cool. <laughs> I mean I knew that before, yeah. but now this is a great excuse. But <laughs> no, that, that's that that tiger shut everybody up. A tiger fuffing sounds like that tiger is clapping <laughs> Clapping tiger cheeks! He's <laughs> clapping them tiger stripes. <laughs> oh. So, okay, let's circle back. To, okay, let's let's pretend we've dealt with xenophobia. Um, even though the real easy way to solve xenophobia is just to like more equitably redistribute wealth. That okay, that's always been a problem for everybody. The thing is, though, if you look at primary causes and primary factors, burning down shops and trying to kill foreigners, it's really not the solution. Why not come together constructively and be like, guys? What are we going to do about our borders? Okay, but here's the thing. But you don't give people an outlet we, to express anger. Yeah, also, let's, let's not sit here and pretend like we get... Like... That kind of thinking is a function of privilege. Like, oh yeah, guys, maybe we should think about the borders. Like, mm. the people who are in the shit, mm. who can't eat that day, they're not thinking, oh my God, what about the borders? Mm. You know, how do we make them less porous? They're thinking... Fuck these niggas. It's, the thing about xenophobia is that xenophobia is only called xenophobia here. Everywhere else it's called an immigration issue. Mm. Because that's kind of what it is. We just have strong immigration issues. Because in the States, it's the same thing. It's the poor whites fighting the poor Mexicans. Yeah. In England, poor whites fighting the poor... Polish. All of them. Yeah. Like, Jesus, it's... England is too close to things. <laughs> um, and so that's where... It's an immigration France, issue. It's France, it's the poor Algerians. Fam. It's, and it's this poor big dick Senegalese dudes yes, who be yeah. hyping everybody's wife. Exactly. Mm. But so that, that then becomes a thing. Like, so it becomes about like redistributing. Because, so you know what's funny? And I'm going to trade carefully here. The kind of running narrative a, a lot of the times when it's like it's like, oh, you know, but we helped you guys do about it. Yeah. Which is fair, true. Great. We love it. As but it sort of it sort of almost runs as if since apartheid people haven't been sort of like coming here and making a thing of their lives mm. like i know i know cuz i've seen it and i've heard it from people people like people think south africans are arrogant but it's also because yeah, bitch, we popping. We are popping. There is no better place on this continent mm. than South Africa. I don't give a fuck. True. Like this, these are just True. 
these facts are scientific. Like the, the like the third biggest or the second biggest economy as we always fight for the top three spots is Egypt. Like mom just came back from Egypt and she says Egypt people are poor as fuck. That's like struggling. Egypt has biggest economy, but they got like three hundred million people. Yeah. And they be group This this is the reason I say this because I so I saw this thing and they were like, yo, listen. Um, South Africa's not even like in the top 20 of the fastest growing economies. Mm. I was like, first off, that's mad misleading. Mm. Because, so like the top countries were like Djibouti, Chad. Because yeah, so if you come from, like, from a low base. And I was like, if you're from a low base, obviously your shit goes fucking amazing. Great. Yeah. That works for you. But secondly, where else? Remember we went to the Grand Ball. Mm. Find me another place on the continent you can do that. Yeah, anyway, yeah. leave South Africa and nah, find a place that. where you can explain. Yeah, context. So Le Grand Ball, we we went to Le Grand Ball like couple of beginning of August, and it's this fucking amazing queer party that is like just sort of everybody come as you are. Um, have you if you've seen the show Pose? It's basically that. Like, so there was, like, a runway walk. Um, people came dressed up. Like, you can be as gay as you want, as trans as you want. It's like, it is a crazy intersection of just, like, people being people. And I'm not saying that happens everywhere. But I can for damn sure tell you that if that party happened in Nigeria, it's happening in someone's basement. And if not, people are getting shot. Like and the yeah. cops know about it. Mm-hmm. Like They got paid. Yeah. You cannot be arrested in this country for shitting on the government. You cannot be arrested in this country for being gay. And being... We had gay marriage yeah, before America, before Canada, before yeah. the UK. We were like the fifth country in the world mm-hmm. to be like gay marriage. And you know what? It went off... Without a peep. Yeah. Legalized marijuana, we're on the verge of properly doing it. So mm. we're only one of, I think, five, no, I lie, one of seven, I think, countries in the world to do it. So, hey. We have mad issues. And one of those issues is definitely gender based violence. Mm-hmm. I also think we report it because I think if you went to a lot of other countries who don't have great reporting, you might find that actually the gender-based violence is worse there. Like, but it's fine. We're not going to get into that. Like, we have, because we have a terrible problem that we actually need to figure out. And I suppose, let me ask this. And maybe we should have a part two of this conversation where we actually get people with vaginas in. Yes. How do we fix this? Dude. People are saying death penalty. I don't think death penalty is going to fix it, fam. Death penalty won't fix anything. Neither will castration. Neither will a state of emergency. Also, what do you do when you try and chemically castrate or actually castrate a person or put a death sentence on a person that's actually been falsely accused? So, I have this thought. Let me know if I'm wilding or not. I think a lot of our shit has to do with post-traumatic stress. Before we get into that, can we just say that we moved on to the Niederberg? Oh, yes. We moved on okay. to the Niederberg. We're on a midway through a glass of the Niederberg. 
This is post-traumatic stress pause. If at this point in time you'd like to go to the bathroom, go for it. No, people want to hear what you have to say about the alcohol. As yes, well, so no. Now you're back. Now you're back. Because <laughs> they press pause. Now you're oh, back. Okay, cool, cool. Okay, cool. Niederberg Sauvignon. Yes. I have some things to say, but go for so it. So do read I. Us, read us the label. Uh, no, I'm not going to. I'm going to tell you what I was tasting even before at the label. Yes, in terms of acidity, I feel it's more acidic. Than the really? Dimmer style. I, I do. I don't think it's as fruity. I think it is more acidic. I don't know. Somehow I feel like it's a little bit heavier for some reason. Like, I don't know. The Dimmer style is more like a day drink. Oh, okay, cool. This is like, this is a more mature, I think. We've got wise. very different opinions here. What it says I, is crisp, crisp um, medium bodied, delicious combination of traffic and and herbaceous notes okay it has so this tastes more like alcohol i don't know if yeah. anyone if anyone like was listening at some point while we were talking earlier i was drinking the dimmest doll and i was like actually this is really good or something like to that effect this tastes more like alcohol i don't i don't feel the acidity as much um but the fruitiness is not really there either. Yes. This taste, it's not bad. It just... I feel like this is very much the midway between a good and a bad Sauvignon Blanc. Yeah. It's like... This yeah. tastes like discount though. It's the middle child. I mean... Nobody know. likes the middle child. Fuck middle children. Yo. Don't say that. I've I've had too many fights. I've had too many fights with my sister about that, and I'm like, yo, she's like, you the favorite. I'm like, I'm not the favorite. You the favorite. She's like, I don't know, child. I can't be the favorite. I'm like, I fam, I can't help you here. But it's for me. It's kind of it kind of turns like they turn the volume up on the alcohol and the volume down on everything else. This is the problem. Like, if if you're going to buy a wine just based on taste, you're not a entirely Big wine drinker. Dimmersdahl is the winner uh, between the Dimmersdahl and the Niederberg. Mm. The Dimmersdahl is... The Dimmersdahl is actually fantastic. We, ha- we haven't had... The Dimmersdahl... The Billingham. We haven't had that yet, so... The Dimmersdahl is actually fantastic. I yeah. really, really like it that. Is. I really, really like that. So far out of these two, it's the winner winner. Yeah. Chicken dinner. Um, by... By far. By leaps. By, 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 by far. fucking kind of. leaps. By far. But the Niederberg is also not bad. It's, it's not... not bad. It's like, it's just, it's very middle of the road. It's my 5 out of 10. Yeah, it's very middle of the road. Mm. Anyway. Ah, right, cool. Where were we? Back to it. Um, we, we say we have PTSD. Oh, yes. We have PTSD. Like, the thing, so mental health is a big thing. The thing people don't want to acknowledge, maybe, okay, don't want to is probably the wrong term, but... Everyone keeps asking, yo, why is, why is South Africa so prone to violence? Our parents are all still alive. Mm. All of our parents are still alive. Yeah. They're still alive and we've not lost, even... Our parents aren't old. We've lost nobody in our immediate families or even maybe second families yeah. to violence. Yeah, to like, we're, no, we're not at the age where people are so... What I'm saying is we are... The exact next generation. 
I mean, actually, we weren't even really born outside of apartheid. Like, yeah. we are the products of violence. We are the products of generational trauma. And apparently all of that shit is genetic. That shit gets passed down. Like, we're sitting here saying, why do people react like this? And for everyone else, especially in our age group, we're saying, oh, no, you know, take care of your mental health. And, oh, okay, you can see where this... But we're looking at our society and sort of just looking at it in a vacuum. I, I think it's deeper than that because, like, if you're looking at it from a violence perspective, the most... The, uh, from the latest stats, Durban and Cape Town didn't even make the top five of most violent cities in the world. Chicago was number one. Yeah. Chicago's the most violent city in the world right now. No, we don't. I mean, and that's the other thing. Okay, first off, the thing I'd love to dispel, Cape Town is much higher than Joburg. Absolutely, yeah, no, in the stats it is wildly high. Because I remember that whole thing of where they used to be like, oh, Joburg's against us better. Actually, like, motherfuckers, no. you have puggered. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Y'all bombed the Hollywood cafe. Puggered. <laughs> like, why are you telling me? Fuck puggered. Yo. 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 What a wild... But also Cape Town is just... It's because Cape Town is... Oh. Joburg's not even number number two in most violent uh, African cities. It's Durban. I can see that Durban's full of Zulus. Durban is violent as fuck. Durban is full of Zulus. Oh, okay. First off, okay. let's say okay. this, guys. Obviously, that's a joke. <laughs> Obvs. Those Zulus do be having a history. But obvs. <laughs> Um, but it'd be like that. Okay, no, wait. We have we keep we keep dodging the gender part of this conversation. Yeah, because we're scared. No, I'm not scared. I'm scared of it. We're gonna be no. bitched. You know what the other thing that's crazy for me? Mm. We don't treat women well in this country. Oh, also you're generalizing there when you say we. Obviously, I'm, I'm, I'm talking You're about societal we. Society. I'm societal we, not yeah. us. Not us. Yes. Don't, 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 you don't have to be defensive. No, I, you have to be very specific here. Because, you know... We do not... We, the societal we, do not treat women well in this country. What I'm saying, though, is... The stories that seem to make... So, for instance... I'll give you a case in point. I remember, again, when I was an intern... There was a story that came up that did not get this much press, but some girl went to a township in the, I want to say, past Ranfontein. I can't remember. Um, could be Tembisa, but I'm not sure. Don't quote me on the township. But went to, this is also why I stopped doing like news news, because like this shit is, this shit gets fucking depressing. Mm. And they had tried to correctively rape this lesbian Jew. And so they had put a toilet brush. Oh, fuck, bruh. Can we not do this? Oh, this is not... They, they fucked her with a toilet oh, brush. Oh, shit. Wild. But that doesn't... 
obviously pop off. But the girl, the pretty girl who goes to UCT pops off. And this is not to say either is better or worse than the other. It's just to say, because this conversation keeps coming up, actually. Because it came up last time, but blah, blah, blah. But where... When it happens to someone who goes to UCT or who goes to Rhodes, it's like, oh my God, tragedy. Mm. But the shit happens every day. I've noticed that with the, every game. for this UCT one... UCT and Rhodes? With this UCT one, specifically this one, because it's, ha- it's, be- it's happened to people who, who go to like Stelly's. It's, it's been happening. Even Rhodes, it's been happening. Like you, you hear of some fucked up stories... Like, I think someone was driving from George or whatever the case may be, and then they, they hijack them and then fucking rape them and kill them and all kinds of shit. Cool. This one specifically seems to gain so much more. Tra- is it just that society is like, okay, enough is enough. We tie it. It goes beyond this specific story. I, ooh, that's a good question. I, I'm not sure I'm qualified enough to make a definitive statement, but my thought is... I pose it to our audience. Tell us what you think. Actually, yes. Climb in the DMs. Yeah. Best answer gets a bottle of wine. There you go. Done. There's the question. Done. Climb in the DMs. So the question is, what do we think it is? Well, the question is that this has been happening. Yes. Why is this one, the post office one, the UCT student one, yes. this one specifically? Why is this one? Why is this one the one that pops it off? Why? What makes this one different to the ones that been happening? Because this has been happening. Unfortunately, in our country, this has been happening. Okay, so, there we go. Best answer, we'll send you the We thing. don't know the answer. We don't, yeah, we really don't. Like, we really don't. And we are kind of just three dumb men. Facts. I'm, I mean, I'm also okay with being dumb. But, alright, cool. So, my thought is this about why it may be. It's that... Social media is a privileged space. Mm-hmm. So social media only hears privilege. Mm-hmm. It only hears when the, the people who can tweet, who, who can also be hashtag living their best lives, who can also be doing that. Like, that's when it hears it. Like, social media doesn't... And it speaks to the thing I was saying, like, where there's that disconnect between the people on social media who are saying, oh, xenophobia, but the people off social media who are like, let's burn these Nigerians. Yeah. Like, there's, there's that weird disconnect. And I think that between A, because she was pretty. But like, it, I genuinely... It's, happen, it's been happening... It's, it's, I genuinely believe... pretty girls have... This has happened to similar stories. Yeah, so. but I'm... And that's what I'm saying. Like, this has happened to... But, like, the story flares up in certain spaces. And, like, look, a lot of them flare up at UCT. True. A lot of them flare up at Rhodes. Mm. Um, I've seen less at... I've seen a couple at UJ. So, a couple at UJ, very pretty girls. Mm. Wasn't a big national let's run around and burn down the streets. Mm. And that's what I'm saying. The, when sort of, like, that intersection of privilege... Beauty, money, guys. Like we're not saying things. that it's bad that this is happening. I'm saying that it should have happened a lot earlier, mm-hmm. a lot sooner. Like, why didn't it happen like in the first instance? Like, why? Why is it now 
a thing? Is is society ready to to jump on this now, or why why do we have to be ready? It should be like ready from the first from the get from the first victim. Yeah, look, I I'm not gonna lie to you. I and to be fair, I don't know how to solve it, but what I do mm. know is, and this is the thing that always makes me laugh. All of these overzealous niggas you see on the timeline, the ones who are like, yes, oh my God, yes, I stand with her. Like, oh yeah, like the ones who be like, they got like 12 story posts about how terrible, shocking, awful this is. That's the spy. That one, that's the spy. The ladies who listen to this podcast, if you bump into a man who is a little too enthusiastic about gender justice, guaranteed he's the rapist. Oh, that's a wild statement. he's the rapist. That's a wild statement. Also, if I'm you... Now I'm going to put my dick on the table. Guaranteed he's the rapist. Also, if you're anywhere close to being some sort of weird way to women, actually just murder yourself. Um, yeah, we I'm won't miss you. I'm condoning suicide in this situation. Kill yourself. But I remember my dad, my dad, I got this lesson from my dad because he used to say like, do you know who you, how you could tell who the white people you had to be careful of were? Hmm. The ones who were overly enthusiastic about like, yo, the system sucks. Oh, oh my God. Think about it like this. I interviewed Steve Hoffman. He did the whole, I you was in the universe. Yes, I did. Oh, wow. Yes, I, I did. didn't know this. Caught some heat for it as well. From whom? This is the random streets. Oh. Why are they saying that you didn't, you, didn't give him, you didn't give him any pressure? No, I said I didn't give him the business. I said he was going extinct, but he was kind of funny because Steve is a very charming man. I will give you that. <laughs> Steve is a very charming man, and I like him. Steve is a cool dude. I've also met many people like Steve. I grew up in Nelspread. I've... I've met racists who are nice. His name is also Steve, after all. Like, yeah. I've met racists who are, like, nice yeah. people. Don't mm. stop them from being a racist. It doesn't mean I don't see that they're racist. It's just, like, also... Let me be honest with you. I've dated a few. It'd be like that sometimes. It'd be like that. It'd be like sometimes. You know, the dick wants what the dick wants. You find out <clears> late. You find out late, you're like, oh, my God, you're this person. Oh, shit. Late. But... Do I trust you? Absolutely not a fuck. No. Did I trust him during the interview? Absolutely not a fuck. Did I think he wasn't racist? Not a chance. Did I think he had some good jokes? Yeah. Yeah. Man's, man's made me chuckle. Like, <laughs> huh. And I was like, yo, listen, guys, here's a thing. In the article, the basic theme of the article is like, listen, guys. Mm-hmm. Steve's a racist. Facts. But Steve is also going to die. Steve's when though why do they fuckers who we need dead Phoebe's live the longest steve is five to death and his sort of people are five to Bro, death steve is like, gonna live problem. to a hundred to watch the space yeah but he's gonna live to a hundred fucking african schools who a diminishing return i don't care about steve Afrikaans i care that that people are listening to steve people are taking steve's mentality and running with it so here's my thing and i always catch flackers i don't even care that people are listening to steve McKay. I don't care about racists. I care about structural racism. Mm. Fix the structure. And whoever wants to believe what they believe mm. can do that in their own time. Because then it doesn't affect me. 
Understood. Then it doesn't affect me. Then yeah. it's then it's fine. Go for it. Live you can say the same past. thing about sexism. And I do say the same thing. That's <clears throat> oh, I thought I thought about this on my run today. I'm going to incite some violence. What ladies of the world. Do you mean, ladies of the world, women of the world? A very simplistic reading of history says that when Mandela was just for chats, nothing got done. When the ANC decided they wanted to start bombing shit, shit started to pop off. We could say... There's a couple of other revolutions where we could say the same thing. In Haiti, where they tried to talk to the slave owners, niggas was like, ah, fuck you. When they started, when they started cutting niggas' heads off, ha, life becomes different. Point being... <coughs> At some point in time, I say this as a man, you're going to have to decide whether you want to negotiate or fight. There is a time for both. Maybe. And look, you shouldn't have to do either. That's not the point. The real world is the real world. Maybe you need to kill some niggas. I get you. I understand. I would like what it to not saying. be me. But that but might be how, you might be caught in the crossfire like some foreigners who are actually maybe legal and doing business legally and paying tax who have been caught up in the xenophobic thing. I'm caught in the crossfire, but also those are two different fights. I understand. The Similar caught, message. No, the foreigners caught in the crossfire aren't caught in the crossfire as a result of fighting for a cause, they're as a result of mob vengeance. These women are saying, yo, listen, we just want to feel safe. Basically, we want to overturn the system. Because they're never going to be safe until until the entire mode of thinking changes. And the only way you change the mode of thinking is you have to tear the whole system down. Ladies. So you got to kill some dudes. And to be honest with you, if if you are 100% sure and there's no false accusations, I am in that fight with you. Call me up. I can fight. I'll Can I also just blows. say that this extends past our constitutional right of free speech? So if this ever pops off, we go to jail. Late now. Now we're inciting violence. Late. But I like it. Fight, bitches, fight. Also, I'm having this 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 Bellingham. We just put we finished the yes. but we now into Bellingham. So when you're belong 2008, I I need to read this to you. So apparently this thing's supposed to taste like m- melon, pear. All the citrus flavors in the world unfolding into layers of tropical notes and finishing crisp and clean. It just says and clean. Okay, cool. That's a weird way to end it. Um, yeah, it just says and clean. Dude. <laughs> crisp flavor and clean. <laughs> like, okay. Um, Bellingham, we can change that for you. We, we're pretty good at words. <laughs> from? Uh, huh. It says wine of South Africa. Ah, Belling- Bellingham. Wine of South Africa. Interesting. Uh, bottled in Cape Town. Uh, 12.5%. It's 1% less than the Dimmons Doll. And is on point. Well, it's, it's 0.5 less than the Niederberg. So surprisingly, the one that tastes least like alcohol has the most highest alcohol percentage. How much does the Bellingham have? Uh, twelve point five. No man, didn't that one have thirteen? 
Yeah, the Niederberger is 13, the Dimmersdahl is 13.5. Oh, okay. Yeah. But the Dimmersdahl is... The least ta- like liquor tasting one. The Dimmersdahl is also, I'm not going to lie, it's not the cheapest, it's the middle cheapest, but it is the best tasting one. Actually, by a fair margin. It is. Um, this Bellingham, though, it's, it's, I think it's, it's good. I'm okay. ready to give my rating. To be honest with you, the Niederberg, 5 out of 10. The Bellingham, I'm going to give it a 6.5 out of 10. And the Dimmersdahl, I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10. Yeah, Dimmersdahl. Dimmersdahl caps a strong 8.5. Cool. Niederberg, I'll give it a 6. Bellingham, I will give... I think it could be good. Like a 7. But I, I, I probably need to revisit some sips. But we got to roll. It has been fun. Um, please feel free to drag us all over Twitter tomorrow, Instagram, wherever your favorite thing is. Not as, maybe as like as a collective. Ah, oh, drag us as a collective. Yeah. Drag me. I'm fine. I'm with the shits. I'm with the shits. I'm, this this is the thing I'm particularly excited what about. What was our question? Are you making yourself a martyr? Not even like I'm. I'm ready to scrap. Like, <laughs> let's do it. Like, I don't want to be a martyr, but like, guys, all I'm saying is that I hope the 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 mood. You, you know what? This past Monday, this past Monday, uh, which was the second of September, went from Spring Day into such a shitty Monday as South Africans, and has left a bad taste in all of our mouths. Like uh, South Africans, you, I was, I was, I was always probably South African, always throwing the flag. I'm like. I'm an avid traveler and I'm like, South Africa's the shit. I love my country. This past Monday almost changed my whole mind. So, weirdly, a lot, I saw a lot of people say that I'm still proudly South African. And I can, I can list off a ton of reasons why. I understand that. It's just, it's a, it's a knee-jerk reaction. It's what the markets do. It's a knee-jerk reaction. I don't necessarily feel that way today. Today's a Wednesday. I don't really necessarily feel that way today. I'm a bit... Maybe I'm a bit more numb to the situations. I'm not saying the situation is done. The problem is that we, we humans are goldfish. As soon as the next big thing pops off, we're going to forget about all the other shit. No, that's exactly what I'm probably saying. Because, like, look, as much as everyone is saying we're terrible right yeah. now. Yeah. Again, we mentioned all of Africa. Like, Africa is an amazing continent. I mean, I want to do so much more of it. I've been to Nigeria. Nigeria is a vibe. It is so so much fun i've never been it is really it is really really good time mm. do you know what you also can't do mm. leave your hotel without an escort oh shit not not if you're famous not if you're fancy if you are just not from there yeah because that that was the thing i did i spoke to security guard i was like fam and like why can i never and yeah. like i tried to get a smoke and the dude was like wait in here i'll go fetch it and come back Oh, because if you walk out onto the streets and then you don't sound like the thing, they snatch you. Gone. What do you mean snatch mm. you? Snatch you for what? They you get kidnapped. Who's gonna pay any fucking ransom? I don't know who's paying a ransom for me, but like it was literally like my whole trip in Nigeria was like the place we were in. Yeah. Don't leave there under any circumstance. Don't walk a foot out of there because they will snatch you. And it wasn't just the overreacting PR people. Mm. It was 
the Fact. people. It was literally the one the one night when we escaped the PR people and we were with like actual people from there. They were like, fam, here, stay here on my shoulder. Chill. Because if anybody sees that you don't speak the way, yeah. Gone. What am I gonna do? I don't look African. What am I what am I gonna do in Nigeria? Gone. You're gonna have a if you are with the if you are with the correct security personnel, you're gonna have the fucking time of your life. So you're telling me I can't travel to Nigeria as a tourist. Not possible. You can, but they offer like security services. Like security services is actually apparently really easy to get. Oh shit. But you can't just decide I'm gonna walk out my room. I walk on my hotel, walk down the beach, just see what's popping. Snatched. Not me, not you, not 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 even Lacan Bain, who is average height <laughs> in Nigeria. Average height. You're not tall anymore. Disappears. You're snatched. Disappears. That was also the other thing. I was like a midget. Fuck. I was. I mean, I, I, I can right, get that, that I'm pretty sure. That's, that's not a holiday. That's not tourism. That, that's that's like, like everyone is like between Russia and Guamis height. Mm. That's big parole. people. But but that's big that's not a holiday. That's parole. You go to Nigeria and you you can immediately enter parole. Okay, listen, it's a fine ass parole. <laughs> like, I understand as that. As a lady ass parole. If I need security with me twenty four seven. It's a lady ass parole. Shit. So it's not that you need security with you 24-7. So you, when you are leaving the place, you need security with you. Mm. So when we're at the festival, mm. cool, because it's a controlled environment. Yeah. Leaving the festival, mm. I fam, who are you going with? Where are you going? Don't, don't leave us now. Mm. The same thing. Like, whatever environment, even when we're at the one club, in the club, fine. Those niggas go to bed somewhere. You can do whatever the fuck you want in there. Come out the door of the club and it's like, I cool, where are you going? How do we get you there? Because, and like, yeah, I remember the one skater I was talking about was like, yeah, like last week, the week before, like some dude had been kidnapped. <laughs> Why are they telling you this as you this? No, because like, so it happens like three o'clock in the morning and I was having a smoke and I was like, I want to talk to someone and he was there and I was like, fam, where are you from? He's like, no, I'm from Kano, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Big ass motherfucker, fam. My nigga look like Brock Lesnar. But it is like yo. But Brock Lesnar without the like, why without does the Nigeria things. have like a like a like a good rugby it's team? The... Oh, that's a good question. Rugby correspondent. What? Why Nigeria have like Nigeria a good have rugby team? They got all the. Like, I know rugby is not all about size, but they should at least be like you know. They could at least close to close some something. Like those those these those West Africans be scrum. I don't know if you don't have a coach then or a manager then. So basically, what you said, we do the we do the rugby management course, right? <laughs> we head to Nigeria. Yes. We become the first man. We just make them decent. Are you gonna that, have a scrum half at six six? <laughs> fam, listen. He's, he's remember how we coach. used to ask, "How are you gonna be a wing Guys, at one twenty? What's gonna happen is that yours is gonna be the fitness coach. You're gonna be the whole biokinetics and an actual coach, like the actual actual training coach of of things. I'm just gonna run the, run the business side of things. Nigerian national squad, we can do this. World and Cup. all they all they need to do is make the World Cup. Actually, if Nigeria yeah. makes the World Cup, they're gonna be like, shit, 
Yo, I'm dead. We've never been to the World Cup exactly. before. First time. Before We're going to be like, yes, Nigerian women. All the Naira. Ooh. No, I don't want Naira. No, we're going to convert they, 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 they use dollars there anyway because, okay. like Zimbabwe, their currency is useless. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. It's like, like please, please it's... tell the story of AKA's tweet. Please. Please tell the story of AKA's tweet. It is amazing. Um, okay, so in closing. Um, so, xenophobic shit is popping off. So, people start pulling up AKA's tweets from AFCON. If anybody knows anything about AK, I'm not even a fan of his. Mm. I don't really like his shit. I've seen him perform live and he's a great performer, I will say that. Like, he performs really well. But I'm not, I'm not a fan of his personality and his music. But, so they, but I, what I do know is that Mans is deeply involved in Osaka. Like, he takes his shit personally. Mm. So, South Africa plays Nigerian AFCON. Um... As we all know now, South Africa loses 2-1. Man's is like, ah! We beat, uh, beat Egypt though to get there. Give props to uh, Why do we always lose to Nigeria? And he's, he's like, he's hurt. Mm. This was also, literally also in the aftermath of the match. He's like, we're hurt, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I hate it. I hate we always losing to Nigeria. And he's like, oh shit. Some girl told me, like, oh shit, some girl told me, but if Nigeria had lost, who would have bought all the bottles? <laughs> <laughs> and then, context because of club life, yeah, they'd be buying all the bottles. Those who get it, if you know, you know, if you okay, know, you cool. know, I'm not explaining jokes. And then, the other thing that happened was so, Burner Boy, Malum Danguti, Danguti. Which is a vibe. But a boy can't cancel us because that song slaps. Like, was, he's stuck with us. He's stuck with us. It's mm-hmm. Nathan. So, he's having a bee in his bonnet about the xenophobic thing. Great. And he says, yo, all the South African artists are cancelled. I don't give a fuck. No more favours. So, AKA replies... Ish, I guess then we're all just gonna sit in Santon and suffer. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a douchey thing, but it's so true. <laughs> 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 Woo! Like, for the first time in my life, I was like, you know what? AKA is on form. AKA is on form. He, he kind of did something today. Oh, yeah. Anyway, guys. So, Dimmersdale wins. Yep. Nidab- well, Nidabug loses this challenge, but it's a good average. Um, so, so it's, not, it's a safe bet, actually. And to repeat our question. Why? Oh, the question is heavy. Okay, on, on the Belling- Bellingham, it doesn't taste like anything they say in the bottle. I can't taste melon and pears. I really can't. Yeah, that's because it's all bullshit. Don't believe anything I, on the I bottle. Just, I know, but I read it. Isn't it our whole ethos is booze without the bullshit? Mm. Mm. It's not bad though But let's remember yes. our question The question is guys Unfortunately in our country and, and to be honest with you Because it's reported that way in many other countries as well Violence against women Sexual violence against women Has been happening To students as well Students even at UCT Even old ladies Even all, like all the people Why The shit that hurts me is the kids But anyway Yeah 
Western Cape, eh? Western Cape and the kids. What's Ooh. going on there, fam? I nearly said something. Nope. Fine. I don't know what Western Western Cape and the kids seem to be like a like wow. Okay, anyway. Um why why is the whole social movement and the social media movement and the and the actual movement happening only now with the latest one? Why did it not pop off like to this level the last five times ago? Best answer gets a bottle of dim as well. Yep. No, not a bottle of dim as well. A bottle of a, a bottle part-time of alcoholic pot- special. Yeah, a bottle of part-time alcoholics doll. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. All right. It's going to be a special edition, limited edition bottle of the actual podcast wine. And if you please send your answers to, please DM your answers to the Part Time Alcoholics Instagram. Um, it's at Part Time Alcoholics. Obviously, there's underscores between each of the words. Um, please be an adult. Um, yeah. And yeah, winners announced next week. Winners announced next week, and it will take. We'll 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 deliver your bottle within a week. After that. After your announcement. So listen to, to... Obviously, you have to listen to this one and the next one to find out if you want or not. And then we'll deliver your bottle. I mean, listen, we'll deliver your bottle. You can come fetch your bottle. Like, yeah. I don't know how this should be happening. Like, but you'll get, you'll get your shit. You'll get your shit. Brilliant. We love you guys.